I'm Michael Movestro, and you're listening to the Vegas Bright Podcast, episode 24. And welcome to the Vegas Bright Podcast. It is great to be here on whatever day or night you're listening to this. I hope that it has been a good whatever day of the week it is. I'm Michael Movestro, Chief Editor of Vegas Bright, and this is going to be a very different episode of the Vegas Bright Podcast because I am pressed for time, and I do want to tell you all about my recent Vegas trip, and I just... Less interstitials and less segments for this show uh, will let me get to where I need to be as far as time goes for today, and I have other things to do. So instead of doing the Vegas news around the web and this week in Vegas Bright, what you can do is just go to VegasBright.com and look for shit you may have missed while eating Halloween candy Everything is going to be in there, the articles we shared this week, uh, as well as the news around the web. I should probably at least tell you what we shared at Vegas Bright, right? I could at least do that, I guess. Uh, So why don't we do that? Yeah, why don't we at least do that? So this week on Vegas Bright, uh, what we shared, because we have some stuff in there I want to tell you about, is, let's see, let's get it started. See, very impromptu show, uh, just going with the flow of it tonight, uh, today, uh, at this moment, for this moment. Let's see. Uh, Blonde Forever happens upon parking meters with a positive twist in donation stations. Give change to make a change. Uh, I reported on the sad discovery of the rent hike that closed a favorite burger place in Goodbye Cheeseburger Las Vegas. Uh, Michael James looks back on the closure of Stardust in Las Vegas, the decades since Stardust fell to Earth. I managed to endure a night of upscale dining. Who knew? In my review, Morimoto, Las Vegas. Uh, Sam Monsieur profiles a powerhouse who's equally at home in Gatsby's Long Island and Alice's Wonderland. In, in, in Anne Martinez can't slow down to be the next big thing. And then it was me yet again uh finally trying out a hyped up burger place in my review biting in at Wahlburgers Las Vegas. Uh and then of course there was some sad news to report. Sam Monsieur has left Vegas Bright. He said it had to do with waning excite waning excitement for Vegas and the site, which makes sense. They are both interrelated. Uh he specifically cited reasons in his rant article. Uh, and if you haven't seen that rants article, you probably should. It's a good one. Uh, it is called Vegas Rants is Sin City Determined to Drive You Away. And uh, you'll have a better idea of what he's talking about if you read that article. So what can we say here? Uh, Sam gave us reviews on shows, LGBTQ happenings, performer profiles, peaks and sightings, uh, exclusive hotel suites, and more. I'm going to miss him. He was a very instrumental force here at Vegas Bright. I was proud to call him assistant editor or deputy editor, and I'm still proud to call him a friend. Um, And then there's a link where you can read all of Sam's work. So that was this week in Vegas Bright. And, you know, it's kind of weird not to have an interstitial at this point before I move into the next thing. Uh, So maybe I will. But, uh, yeah, that's it. So... Uh, interesting week interesting week uh, and of course I wish Sam nothing but the best uh, I can't say I blame him I, I know what it's like to start to have a waning enthusiasm uh, for a city uh, I felt the same way about New York it was where I was born and raised and you know I loved being there um, things happen like September 11th that was kind of big uh, and uh yeah, that, that changed things a lot and, you know, kind of changed the feeling of the place a bit. And uh, Hurricane Sandy happened and wiped out the neighborhood I was living in. And 
I think it's and they're, they're almost, almost shot outside the Empire State Building. <laughs> I mean, I can see where some PTSD would come from for New York, but I think uh, as well as one of the things that, you know, maybe just the over-gentrifying of everything in New York, like there, even downtown New York, which was, you know, it's downtown, you know, but even that just became over-gentrified. I mean, can't get a, a slice of pizza for less than nine bucks. I mean, it's a slice of pizza, not a drink. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I get it. Uh, and all the things that I did love about New York, uh, about the Virgin Megastore and Times Square and, uh, the Warner Brothers locations and, uh, just, uh, a lot of the various places that used to be my stomping grounds, you know, they all went away. Uh, so the, the New York that I fell in love with is, is not the New York that's there now. I still love New York around the holidays though. That's, that's the time I love it. Uh, the rest of the year, the it's just, yeah, I don't care for it too much. But so I understand the waning excitement of a city. And uh, as I said, I wish Sam is here nothing but the best. Uh, that being said, when we come back, yeah, I guess we will do an interstitial. When we come back, I'll be talking about my Vegas trip that I had last weekend. Uh, so keep it tuned, streamed, or playing, because it wouldn't be one of these podcasts without it right here. The Vegas Bright Podcast. From VegasBright.com. So podcast, it's a Vegas podcast. And welcome back to the Vegas Bright Podcast. So I want to talk to you about the Vegas trip I had, uh, which was last Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It was October 28th, 29th, and 30th. And did a quick trip to Vegas, and it was good to be back. Hadn't been there for four months, so it was nice to be there and uh, do some Vegasy things. Uh, so I got to the airport at McCarran, of course, uh, and I Ubered over to Harrah's, and I met up with Sam Monsieur, actually, downstairs. Uh, outside of a Starbucks, and we sat there and we spoke about uh, we spoke about Vegas. We talked about shows that are closing. Uh, we talked about what it's like to run a show, how it isn't what it used to be back in the day. The hotel wanted you if you are an act to be there because they would use you as a draw. You were paid to be there, and how these days you rent a room. You're largely responsible for your own promotion, and if you can't make the rent, you're getting kicked out. So it's a it's a big uh, difference than what it was. I guarantee you, the Rat Pack weren't renting the Copa room. Uh, so you know, and it's just it's interesting how that works now, and it's uh, it's, it's crazy. So we talked uh, we talked about that, and it was interesting, and as well as some behind the scenes stuff about uh, and entertainment and. Uh, some stories uh, Sam uh, had uh, broken over at Vegas Chatter and stuff, and it was a it was a good conversation. It was a fun conversation. He seemed to be in a good mood, and then six days later, he quit Vegas Bright. So after meeting up with Sam, I then took an Uber to go downtown, uh, downtown Las Vegas, uh, because I had plans to meet up with Scott of Vital Vegas. Uh, who was going to teach me how to play craps. So that's what happened. So I got into an Uber and got downtown and I texted him on the way there. I was like, hey, can we get food first? Because I am starving. And uh, he said, hey, how's about Pizza Rock? And I was like, hell yeah. Now, I haven't been to Pizza Rock before. I've heard good things about it, but I haven't been there before. And so I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I got to tell you, I was pleasantly surprised. Usually I'm a little skeptical about pizza outside of New York. And uh, I've had pizza all over the country. Some of it's good. Some of it's not. However, uh, Pizza Rock rocks. It was so good. I had the personal pan pizza. I had uh, some toppings on it. I believe I had sausage and uh, pepperoni. I think there was some mushrooms on there as well, and it was just so good. It was very the ingredients were very fresh. I want the, the thing that shone through the most with that pizza is that all the ingredients were fresh. I mean, fresh, fresh, uh, delicious pizza. And I'm definitely going back. I, I want to try something else, not just the personal pan pizza. I want to get like a nice regular size slices and stuff like that. And like, 
I can't wait to go back to Pizza Rock. Pizza Rock is great. If you haven't been there, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's got a decent atmosphere. It's uh, it's kind of dark in there. Uh, it's kind of dark in there, but it's uh, the food is ugh, the food is great. Uh, so that was fun. I had some fun conversation with Scott and uh, enjoyed the hell out of that pizza, man. It was delicious. <laughs> it was really good. After that, we headed over to Binion's. And that's where, oh, actually, let me get back to Pizza Rock. It was funny, actually. So Scott was like, hey, so what do you, before we go, like, you know, besides the article I read about, uh, I wrote about 10 mistakes craps virgins, yeah, craps virgins make. What else do you know about craps? And I was, so I took out my phone and I showed him my craps app. <laughs> He's like, Okay, so I was like, I know what the pass line is. I know that. And, you know, he, he gave me a couple of pointers. So we went over to Binion's a $5 table. And I got to tell you, I didn't see a $5 table on the strip. Uh, it was because I was looking at craps tables after after that. Like for the rest of the weekend, I was like, maybe I'll play some craps. Uh, and I saw $10 tables, $15 tables, $25 freaking dollar tables. And I was just like, nah, that's not going to happen. But so now I know for the future, if I'm going to play craps, the only place to play is downtown. That's that's where it's at. So I'll be playing craps downtown. And the strip ain't going to get my craps love at all. So anyway, so we were playing. Uh, we, got a, we were at a $5 table at Binion's. Uh, Scott told him, all right, it's his first time. Go easy on him. And the next thing I know, after I you know put my money in or give it to the dealer or whatever. right? No, I didn't give it to the dealer. Nope, you don't, put, you don't give it to the dealer. You put it down. You put it down on the table. And, you know, they, they cashed me in or whatever, and I got all my chips. And <laughs> he said, all right, this is the first time. Go easy on them. Next thing I know, the dice show up to me, and I'm about to roll for the first time ever. I've, I've never played craps before. I've never rolled the dice at a craps table before. So, it, you know, I've, I've rolled dice for other things, like, you know, Candyland and, like, uh, Monopoly or some shit. I don't know. Uh, maybe I didn't roll. I remember from Monopoly actually <laughs> how that goes. I don't think it involves. Does it involve dice? Maybe it does. I don't know. But anyway, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know what to do, so I was just like, okay, so I'm gonna. And I made every every mistake, everything in, the, in that ten list. Oh, you know, I should pull that up while I'm talking as a reference, so I can see exactly how badly I I did. But I grabbed the dice. I reared my arm back away from the table, which they were not thrilled with. And I shot the dice, and they fucking left the table. <laughs> uh, so that that was um, that was interesting. Uh, that was interesting. Uh, they weren't too thrilled with that, and I apologize. Sorry, it's the first time. I'll, I'll do better next time. And I just seemed to bounce it. I know how to bounce it, but it would bounce too high. And so that's where my problem was so scott was like you want to bounce them like right over there and i was like okay and i did that and it worked a couple of times and then they flew off the table again and uh yeah that was fun but you know after a while i got it under control and i i think i went on i think i went on some pretty okay rolls until until i sevened out um uh, let's see trying to hand cash to a dealer i didn't do that i put it on the table not holding the dice over the table. That's where I messed up. Totally messed up there. Touching the dice with two hands. Did I do that? I might have done that. Now that I think about it. Not hitting the back wall. Definitely did that. Wow. Not knowing the chip denomination colors. See, thanks to Vegas fanboy. Uh, thanks to Vegas fanboy. I know that the red chip is five bucks. So I was good with that. I was like, long live the red chip. Yep, that's right. That's right. Long live the red chip. Five bucks. Let's see. Holding a drink over the table. I didn't have a drink in my hand. I had quite a few uh, Captain and Diets at Pizza Rock where I was like, I don't need any more drinks for a while. I'm good. And uh, I yeah, I was actually trying to come off of that. Uh, so I didn't do that. Dangling hands over the table. I don't think I did that. I don't think I did that. Uh, shouting out late bets. I was too shy to shout. It took me a while before I shouted anything, but I, yeah, I didn't do anything late. I'd, I paid attention to what, what was on and what was off, and 
you know, and when the dice were centered, that's when I, you know, did what I had to do. So I was good. Uh, let's see. Uh, mistaking dealer place bets for self-serve. <laughs> yeah. So I, I put a bet down for me. I put a bet next to it down for the dealer, which is funny because even though it's, it's $5, a, $5 a bet, you could put a single dollar chip, which at Binion's is blue down for the dealer and that's when they're okay with you putting a dollar down us uh, it seemed so yeah uh yeah so yeah and then we hit and i went to collect my chips and they're like wait no these are ours and those are yours oh okay all right all right yeah so i had that that definitely did that one that was fun uh i did not say seven at the table i did say sev and i stopped myself but i did not say seven at the table so if i look at from one to ten which ones did i do um, count them. One, uh, two. Uh, no, it's good there. Three, four, <laughs> five, <laughs> I, I, six. Maybe six out of ten. Six out of ten. I messed up. So anyway, yeah. So, but that was fun, and it and it probably didn't look like I was having that much fun, but. I was so like absorbing everything that happens. Everything that happens at a craps table is a lot more than just, you know, you put your chip down uh, or, you know, tell them what number you want, whatever the case is, play the pass, uh, give the dealer a tip. And, but everything else that was happening at that table, I was like, I was trying to soak it all and absorb it all in. So, you know, I do analyst work, you know, as my day job. So it's, I was trying to analyze everything. Uh, so it was, it was interesting to seeing all the things that happen at a craps table is it gets, it gets busy and people were showing up. Uh, so it got more crowded. Uh, all these weird bets were being placed and there's this like section of numbers in the middle of the table that aren't huge, but they're little, I don't know what the fuck they're called. And people were putting things there and it, it yeah, it was interesting. But what I did enjoy about craps was, I bought in for a hundred bucks, played for almost an hour. I walked away with 95 bucks. So I thought I had only lost five bucks. And I say I thought I had only lost five bucks because I forgot that I put a red chip in my pocket as a memento of when I learned to play craps being taught by Scott from Vital Vegas. So... It was later on at Oscar's Lounge. I found that chip in my pocket. I was like, wait a second. I didn't even lose $5. I lost nothing during that hour. So it was a pretty cool discovery. Uh, so after playing uh, craps at Binion's, I was watching the time, um, getting texted by Bonnie, uh, a.k.a. Blonde Forever. And I'm like, yeah, I got to meet up with I got to meet up with Bonnie. And uh, and we there was a good hand going on. I was like, be right there. We're in route. We're going. Uh, and so Scott came along and met up with, is that carrot top? I'm sorry. I'm looking at this picture. I randomly took of Binion's and I could swear that that's carrot top down there. Is that carrot top walking around at Binion's? That is crazy. You're, I wish you guys can see this. You can't. And I apologize. Maybe it's just someone with funky hair. Yeah. Maybe that's just somebody with, with, with his hair. Uh, I'm sorry about being distracted. That is interesting. Nah, that can't be. <laughs> That's it. Well, wow. okay. Sorry about that. So yeah, so met up with Bonnie at Oscar's Lounge at the Plaza and nice place. Uh, decent. I had never been there before. I was pretty nervous because I have a lot of respect for Bonnie and I didn't want to seem too drunk around her. So I remember after Scott and I were staring up at the very broken ceiling at the plaza and just seeing like all the, not asbestos, not asbestos, but the, uh, the, uh, the insulation, like, like that whole ceiling is just fucked. Like that whole ceiling. When you go up to Oscars, when you go up that staircase, before you go in, just look up. And that's what we were looking at. And there was no ceiling. Uh, there was no ceiling. Uh, there's the roof is there of course, but there was no ceiling and it's just, they're working on it uh, and it smelt like it had rained, but only inside of the plaza. It was interesting. 
nice place otherwise. It's just that the ceiling, eh. So, yeah, anyway, I was worried about being too drunk and <laughs> all that because I was still feeling those, uh, those, those captain and diets. So, met up and the three of us just sort of sat there and we had like sort of, uh, Oh, we were just talking about life and talking about Vegas and talking about things like that and talking about the behind the scenes of, you know, Vegas Bright and the behind the scenes of Vital Vegas and uh, the behind the scenes of our lives. And it was just a very interesting conversation. It was a uh, it was a good, uh, good, good bonding moment, I guess, for lack of a better word. And it was just interesting. And you know, a lot of I walked away from that conversation with a lot of points uh, that were being made about, you know, working on my music again, which I haven't really had any time for since I started Vegas Bright. So it really made me think about the time that I have and what am I, what am I doing with it? And it was, it was really deep, uh, really deep conversation. I have this, for those of you who don't know, I, 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 you know, before Vegas Bright came along, my free time was spent with creating music, and I, I, you know, I've, I've, I play piano. I, I, I do a lot of keyboard work, um, virtual instruments, uh, and it's hard to explain how that works. But it's, yeah, it's mostly through, uh, it's mostly through a keyboard and Cubase and various uh, programs. So I have the sounds of other instruments, and I can play each note on the little keyboard thing and all that. Anyway, so I have done electronic albums, I've done New Age, I've done an orchestral album, which was a lot of fun, and I have this album I've started working on uh, for, I don't know, a couple years, and I have like 22 songs for it. This is a very special episode of Vegas Bright. Sorry, I'm I'm getting deep. Uh, If you want, there are other Vegas-based podcasts out there probably in your mp3 player or iphone or whatever it is you have so if you want to hit next you can just hit next and uh, i won't be offended i promise the next episode won't be deep and philosophical and it'll be fun uh but it's just it's been a week you know it's been uh it's been a week so what i was doing with my time uh was working on music and i had 22 songs together and i was to the process of I'm going to narrow it down to about 15, 16, take the ones that, you know, really I feel are the best ones, um, so long as they have, you know, they work well with each other and start the mastering process. The mastering process is basically, and I have the equipment here for it. I just don't have my acoustic panels, but so I get those, I can start. And basically mastering is just putting it through an audio process through equalization and compression to have the final product sound as good as it possibly can no matter what device or medium you're listening to it uh that's the that's just the shortest way i can explain mastering it's a lot more convoluted than that but that's the layman's definition so that's where i'm supposed to be and i i should have had this album out but vegas bright came along and uh, i started that and i lost all my free time but i didn't lose my free time i spent my free time doing vegas bright so that's cool but there's a part of me that, you know, knows, hey, you got to get that album done. This was supposed to be, this was supposed to be it. You know, this was supposed to be that album you were working on that you always wanted to do. And, you know, you didn't do that. And Scott uh, brought up a good point. And he said, you know, in 50 years, um, if I live that long, but in 50 years, you know, are you going to look back and be happy about, you know, are you going to be happy about some of the articles you wrote? Or are you going to regret that you never released that album? Uh, or never finished that album and it's just like yeah wow that's that's deep you know and I love my articles and I love what I do here at Vegas Bright but I am gonna have that damn I never freaking finished that album and I'm I'm a person about you know completing what I start uh usually in life that's the way I went about it always always complete the things that you start and I have haven't been able to with that album so uh yeah so it gave me a lot of deep thought went back to the hotel room after well after after uh, Scott and me and Bonnie and you know I was hanging out and talking and all that stuff. Uh, Bonnie was staying at Plaza. She's like, "I'm going up. I'm going up to bed. <laughs> Have a good night." And I remember it was like, "All right, see ya." And you know, we all said our goodbyes. And then I think Scott and I were like 
roaming around the plaza for like another I don't know, like 20 minutes and slot hopping and stuff and uh ubered back to the strip and at the end of the night when i finally got back to my hotel when i got back to the room i i popped my ipod my i'm sorry my iphone into the iHome deck uh, at harris in my room and i was playing the i started playing the album and just going through it song by song like all right this can use this that can use some of that all right this this needs to be worked on this is good as it is i just gotta run it through the mastering process this song doesn't really fit with the album and it was the first time i did constructive work on on my music and i don't know since like october of uh 2014 uh so, no not even no, it wasn't October. Since May of 2014, June of 2014, it was the first time I did any constructive work on my music. So there's that, and it just gave me a lot of uh, a lot of time to think. You know, just you know, what am I doing? Uh, and you know, there's got to be a way I could have my cake and eat it too. Maybe, maybe do Vegas Bright and do my music. And how would I do that? And should I? you know, maybe just take a break from Vegas Bright altogether and, you know, give myself a month or two to, you know, chest my music and then come back when the album is done uh, or, or what, I guess, you know, and, and then there, there, I was thinking maybe what if I hand over the reins of Vegas Bright to Sam Monsieur, cause I'm sure it'd be in good hands. So I had a lot of thoughts going on. Uh, and I was, you know, I didn't want to rush to any decisions, and so I decided to give myself a week and see how I felt about it. Uh, and you know, if I, you know, what the conclusion of everything would be, so that the site would go on and all that. But then I guess fate stepped in because uh, Sam is here left on Thursday, so. Uh, just like the day before I was, uh, going to make my decision. So it's, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's a good thing in the sense that if, if your excitement for Vegas and the site is waning, then I, 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 I guess it made sense that, you know, it, he wouldn't be running the site. So I, I guess it's a positive, I don't know. Uh, but it was just the whole thing is weird and that's just, yeah, just the whole thing, just, yeah, it just, it is what it is, I guess. Some things I'm just not going to understand, but I guess it's a good thing I didn't hand it over to him to have him give up, you know, like the next week, say, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore because I don't really care about, you know, my, my love for Vegas is waning and all that. So I, I guess his, I guess him telling me happened at just the right time, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So there's that. So anyway, you don't want to hear all that. You don't want to hear me being... Th- uh, deep and thinking. I don't want to hear it either. Uh, so let's get back to that Vegas trip, okay? So on the, let's see, after uh, saying goodnight to Scott, Ubered back to the strip, went to the Venetian, uh, took a stroll around as I like to do to see how things are going over there. Uh, I saw the Della Mercado Pacheria. Space all filled up with their tables and stuff. It looks very nice. It was very late though, so I didn't stop in for anything to eat. Uh, I will probably give it a try, uh, but that's looking good. It was one of the things I had mentioned on the site in an article of one of the things that we're going to be opening at, uh, at the Venetian. So after that, let's see what happened. What did I do? Uh, let me get through these pictures because my pictures will conjure up my memory oh by the way downtown at the plaza i won 18 bucks playing buffalo because i decided to give buffalo another another chance but in all fairness i basically just got my 18 bucks back because i put in 20 and was playing down to like the last like two dollars before i hit whatever it was that gave me back most of my money so eh. all right so the venetian and i went to the atrium Took some pictures of the falling leaves. They have that little fall display they're doing now. I uh, got a picture of that love sign. Uh, I took a picture 
of the space that used to be I Love Burgers because I was just like, I wonder what they're doing. Is there, I know there'll be a construction wall up, but I wonder if it's going to say what's coming soon or anything. And it's, they just, it's just a little construction wall and it's, you know, the colors of, you know, the Palazzo, you know, so it kind of blends in, uh, but it's very plain. Like there's nothing on it that says what it is. It's just, it's a shame. I used to, I used to love that place. Uh, so Let's see, went down to St. Mark's Square, strolled around there, took a couple of pictures. Uh, that weird, oh, Regis Gallery that's got like the fancy schmancy bejeweled everything, diamond encrusted or whatever, uh, chickens and fruit and things like that, like statues and figures. So I took a couple of pictures there. Got back to Harris, um, took some pictures of the hallway uh, and the outside of the door. So actually, let me tell you about my stay at Harris. I stayed at the new Valley Tower at Harris, which is, um, well, it's basically part of the Carnival Tower, but they, they re renovated it and renamed this section to Valley King. I'm sorry, Valley Tower. Uh, I stayed at a Valley Tower King room. And it's a very nice room. It isn't, you know, the most upscale of rooms. I would definitely put it in comparison to a Flamingo Go room. And I say this because a lot of the stuff in the Valley Tower King is just like what you would get in a Flamingo Go room. The colors, of course, are different where Flamingo Focus is born pinks. Uh, the Valley King... Uh, the Valley Tower rooms focus more on blues and purples. It has that sliding bathroom door that's uh, got a frosted glass. But what I liked about the one at the Valley Tower is the door closes all the way and beyond uh, the door frame. And th there aren't any gaps. What I didn't like about the the one at the Flamingo is that there's sometimes there's gaps there. and But in this one, it wasn't, it wasn't really noticeable there is no way to peek peek in or anything uh so that was cool i liked it uh it's very nice the the floor and the bathroom and the hallway definitely remind me of the floor in the flamingo go room uh they had the same bathroom vanity uh with the lighted mirror of course there was no tv in the mirror but it was you could tell it's the same company uh that had made the other mirrors uh, made this one this, as well as the vanity. Uh, the furniture was nice. Uh, wasn't, you know, wasn't, again, not some upscale high roller two-story suite or anything like that, but uh, it's a very comfortable room. The bed was wonderful. What a wonderful bed. So comfortable. So comfortable. And what I really liked was that the thermostat in that room, now in most hotels, you, you try to set it to something that you want it to be, and it's like, no, fuck you, it's going to be 72. But in this case, it didn't do that. You, If you want it to be 69 or 68 degrees in there, it, it did that. Uh, so you had free reign of the thermostat. At least that's the way it was in the room I was in. Uh, it's a Honeywell thermostat. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's just a little pro tip. Uh, if you stay at a hotel and you want to change the temperature, but it doesn't let you, it locks into a certain temperature, just look at the thermostat, figure out the make and the model, go online, get the instruction manual, and you'll see how to bypass that. Just a pro tip. So, very comfortable room. I had a view of the high roller, which was awesome. Uh, I, I thought I was getting a strip view, but I think the the... The front desk chick made a mistake. She was new, so I was being very, like, patient with her. Like, check-in took a lot longer than it should have, but she was new. Like, I could tell she was, like, it was, like, her second day, and she didn't know what to do with the keys because the keys are different. Uh, the keys for the Valley Tower rooms don't have a stripe. It's uh, it's magnetic. There's this uh, silver circle on the door, and you just sort of touch it with the card, and then it unlocks so she gave me the wrong key. She gave me keys with a stripe on it. And when her coworkers was like, wait, is that for a Valley room? She's like, yeah, no, you can't do that. So it was, it was interesting. Uh, and, uh, but it was a good stay and the room was just nice. I liked the room. I was okay with the view. It doesn't, it doesn't have loads of windows. Like, you know, in a Flamingo Go room, you have those wall to ceiling windows, uh, you know, that take up like, you know, the width of the room. Not the case here. Uh, you, you get like one window, window, 
um, I think it was floor to ceiling. Now I don't, now actually now in hindsight I don't think it was floor to ceiling, but it was it was still nice and it still had a nice view of the high roller. Uh, so that was cool. So let's see what happened. What did I do the next day? Next day I oh by the way there's going to be an article this week about the Valley Tower King Room. Uh, there's going to be pictures. There might be video if I have the time to squeeze that in, but I'm not sure. Uh, so you'll be able to check that out this week to see what it looks like and uh, stuff like that. So next day, went to Link Promenade, went to the Flamingo, uh, posted a picture <laughs> from the monument of Bugsy Siegel. Someone on Twitter got pissed at me for that for some reason. Um, walked around the store, saw there's this uh, thing at, at the Flamingo gift shop because I was in there looking for something to get for my wife when I for when I left that I could bring home and give her say I was thinking of you while I was in Vegas. Uh, and usually it's a Starbucks thing, but I was looking around the gift shop here and there's this uh, thing uh, and it takes your birthday and lines it up to a certain uh, suit and number for a deck of cards. Uh, and I got mine is the two of clubs. And last time my wife was in Vegas with me, we were at the same section and uh, she pointed it out to me and uh, she was like reading various ones and she found mine, uh, before I found mine. And she was like, and she was reading it. She's like, wow, this is really you. And I was like, what? And she's like, this one is for your birthday. I'm like, and I don't usually, you know, believe that stuff. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I said, no, no, no. And so like, so here's what it says. This is apparently me. And it is, it is right. It is right. It says you are gifted, clever, and quick witted. You also have a keen mind. This is the card of cooperation and communication, and it represents partnership, understanding, and receptivity. You enjoy good conversation and prefer relating one-to-one. Two of clubs are some of the most highly intelligent people in the deck and appear to be either confident and aggressive or fearful and shy. You prefer to be in partnership, personally and professionally. Your finely tuned, highly creative mind gives birth to marvelous ideas which you like to share with others. You are very charming and have a great sense of humor, although you are sometimes argumentative, which is like mental gymnastics for you. A bit of mental sparring is a necessary exercise for your mind. You make a wonderful partner partner and friend, and you also have a strong need for privacy and alone time. Others might see this as selfishness. However, it's important for your emotional mental balance. Without time for yourself, you may get overly stressed, which can result in mental and emotional chaos. Know and trust that you are perfect just the way you are. I don't know about being the, you know, one of the more brilliant ones in the deck. Uh, you know, but I don't, I don't know. I'm certainly not perfect, but uh, I like that one. And, uh, a lot of that rings true for me, so thought I would share. All right, moving along. So what did I do? I took a stroll over to Cheeseburger Las Vegas because I was going to try the uh, pulled pork uh, island style burger at Cheeseburger Las Vegas as recommended to me by Glenn T. I get to Cheeseburger Las Vegas and not only are they closed, they are vacated. Uh, Cheeseburger Las Vegas empty. Uh, empty of everything. And I was like, what is going on here? So I snapped a bunch of pictures. Uh, I spoke to one of the proprietors across the, uh, across from cheeseburger, Las Vegas at another establishment. And I was like, Hey, do you know what's, what happened here? And they're like, yeah, the rent went up again. It was just too much for them. And I was like, Oh, okay. So cheeseburger, Las Vegas at the miracle mile shops or the Oasis at the Miracle Mile shops, it's it's all in the Miracle Mile shops. Crying out loud, it's right next to the V Theater. It's gone. Uh, so just so you know, uh, very unfortunate. I had a fond memory of that place. My uh, my wife and I went there for our on our was it our anniversary trip for our anniversary trip. So and it's gone, and that's uh, that's a shame. After that, I knew I was going to get a burger because I was ready to do a burger review. So I remember being told about the gold standard at the Cosmopolitan. I believe it was uh, Matty Ice who said I should try it out, uh, amongst others. But I remember mostly Matty Ice telling me. So I was like, you know what? I'm getting a burger review in today regardless. So I was 
thinking of going to Burger at Planet Hollywood, but we already have like two articles on that, so I didn't want to be like, hey, here's another article about Burger, you know? So, <laughs> so I was like, eh, yeah, you know what? Let me let me do Burger another time later on. Uh, so I went to Holstein's at the Cosmopolitan, and I had the Gold Standard Burger. There'll be an article about it this week, and it was freaking delicious. So here's what it has. It has dry-aged beef, a sirloin burger with smoked bacon, aged goat cheddar cheese, tomato confit, uh, baby arugula, arugula, sorry, baby arugula, and garlic chive aioli. It's very good. Personally, I felt that the smoked bacon wasn't necessary for this burger. Uh, but you add bacon to something if you're trying to, you know, enhance something that doesn't taste so great. You add bacon because bacon is, you know, everyone fucking loves bacon, right? So you put bacon on everything. But this burger did not need the bacon. And I got to tell you, two bites in, I, I, I opened up that bun and I took the bacon out because I was like, the bacon is not necessary for this burger. And I put the bacon on the side. And I ate the rest of the burger without the bacon. And it is delicious. It's just a really nice filling burger. Has lots of taste to it. I I couldn't I was surprised at how well this this burger tasted. I was pleasantly surprised and I can still taste it now. It was so freaking good. So I I highly recommend the gold standard at Holstein's. It was way better than that gyro big big ass greek or whatever it was called that I had there last time I was there. Uh but the gold standard is delicious. It's going to run you 1850. It's 1850 for a burger, but worth it? Absolutely. So yeah, I would definitely if 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 you're in the mood for a good burger, you like the ingredients, I would go check it out. I got that's I can't recommend that burger enough. That uh, I, I'm hesitant to say it's my new favorite. I I don't want to I don't want to seal my faith on that yet. Uh but yeah, if you're thinking of going to Wahlburgers, Eh, go to Holstein's. Uh, I'm just going to tell you that. Uh, moving along. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm looking at pictures of that burger right now. My goodness. It's just so... Oh, my goodness. It's just so delicious. Okay. Uh, so that... Let's see. I left Holstein's. Walked through Crystal's. I was at Aria. I took some pictures. I went to the park. Uh, yeah, I went to the park. To check in on the park. Haven't been there in a while. Took some pictures. Did some tweeting. Uh, went to the New York, New York. Uh, walked outside of New York, New York. And there was zombies. Yeah, so it was the night before Halloween. No, was it the night before Halloween? No, it was still Saturday night. Well, it was Saturday night, two nights before Halloween. And there was a band playing at the Brooklyn Bridge outside of New York, New York. And there was a dance group there. Um costumed as zombies and they all did a dance and there's at least 50 of them and they were all did a they all did a dance like in sync with each other and everything it was brilliant and they did it to michael jackson's thriller i think we yeah i believe i posted video of that to facebook so if you go to our vegas bright if, if you go to our facebook page on vegas bright go over to the 29th uh go over to the 29th and you'll see a video of that. If if it's still there, I'm not sure if they censored the audio or not. Uh, but you should check that out. It was good. Uh, so I was thinking real hard about Morimoto Las Vegas. I, you know, uh, Karen from the 360 Vegas podcast was going on about just Morimoto in general and, and his food and his history. And, and she was describing, well, you should read the article I wrote about that. It's funnier if you read it. But uh, I had I said to myself, I hmm, it was it was on my mind. One of our readers, JW, requested that one of us do a review of it, and I was like, I sent him someone else's review because I didn't think I was going to make it. I didn't think I was going to go. It was going to be too pricey. It was going to be out of my league. But you know, sometimes you got to do something outside of your comfort zone. You know, so I went to Morimoto's, and it was fantastic. I had the Morimoto sashimi. And there's an article on on this right now. If you look, if you go to Vegas Bright and type in Morimoto, you'll find his review Morimoto Las Vegas or something like that. You should check that out. Uh, but it had the Morimoto sashimi. There was this uh, home, uh, not homemade beer. 
uh, it wasn't made at someone's house and brought in, I would think. Uh, one of the in-house beers that they, they have there, they make there, it's their brand uh, called uh, Morimoto Soba Ale. And I also had uh, Kakuni, which is pork belly. Uh, but you should see the pictures uh, over on in the review because the pictures do it more justice. And fancy schmancy stuff absolutely tasty though came out everything to 65 bucks that's two appetizers and a beer and i gotta tell you i i definitely want to go back i i definitely want to have uh there's something called yellowtail pastrami so i definitely want to try that I, w- I wouldn't mind having the sashimi i wouldn't mind having anything i had there again but i would definitely like to do the sashimi with that with that beer the beer and the sashimi went so well together it was a great recommendation by the waiter Jeff. Uh, so, if you haven't been to Morimoto yet, they just opened. Uh, it's you should check it out. Absolutely, uh, it is. Uh, if you're by the Ka Theater, if you're facing the Ka Theater, make a right, keep walking. I think it's called the District. I think it's called the District at MGM. Uh, that's where Morimoto is. So go check it out. Um, and you can see some pictures of the interior and the food in that article. Uh, good stuff absolutely good stuff uh let's see i went back to planet hollywood michael james asked me to see where the poker room is if it was over at earl of sandwich still or if it moved and i sent him pictures of what's at earl of sandwich and where the poker area is it isn't their own poker room per se uh but it's it's an area for poker and it's inside of the main casino uh just past the high limit area and they got a nice shot of a a nice view of the uh, of the pleasure pit there as well. So happy poker to you. Uh, went to catch a water show. Uh, I'm sorry, a fountain show at the Bellagio Fountains, and to have my favorite gelato from Palio Pronto, and that was very tasty and enjoyable. There are some buskers. You know when you're over there, and, and there are guys who will draw your portrait and things like that. Well, this is interesting. They have guys there that will sculpt you. Uh, they will sculpt you. They they have what looks like uh, like a basic mold of a general male face or a general female face, and then they sculpt it to your face, and they do a really good job. It was a, uh, it was awesome. Uh, I'm not sure what it costs. I think. Oh wait, I see a sign here. If I look, I'm, look, I'm looking at pictures right now of my trip to bring this back to my memory i see numbers there like 60 50 20 80 so i'm not sure what it is for one person or for two people but i do see numbers there excuse me i'm sorry i'm very tired all right but yeah that's that looks interesting uh let's see uh i got a shot of my gelato by the fountain i love that that's my favorite picture actually i want to have it framed uh so saw the fountain show looks like after that i went did i go back to my room i think i did it was late and i was content so i guess i went back to my room uh yep yep got some more pictures of the hallway for the article i'm working on uh, and then the next day, it was time to check out. Took some more pictures of the room. Went to Wahlburgers, so I had to see what the deal was with Wahlburgers because I've, I've, you know, it's Wahlburgers. You know, they have that show and all that stuff. So I was like, all right, you know, and I was looking forward to Wahlburgers arriving in Vegas because then I can finally have Wahlburgers and see what the deal is. You know, so I went, I got there, and if you were a couple, you had to wait like. Uh, 15 to 20 minutes because it was just it was crowded uh, and the, what they do is they take your number so instead of those you know when you go to a place they give you a thing and then it's going to light up and vibrate when your table is ready uh, they don't do that they actually put your cell phone number in a system and then just it'll it'll buzz you when it's ready they send you a text message while you're standing there to make sure it works and then it'll you know bzz, bzz, you know your phone uh, so long as you are, you know, have it in your hand, you can feel it and all that. Um, so since I was there solo, I got the, and I was there and they said, I, hey, we have a seat at the bar and she got on her little walkie talkie thing, uh, and talked to someone inside. Yep. There's a seat here. Go ahead. And so they sent me in and I sat down and I looked at the menu. I saw a one third pound burger called the hour burger. So I was like, that's O U R not H O U R. Uh, 
So I was like, I'll take that. I'll take the onion rings. And they showed up. Looks delicious. Yeah, it looks delicious. Uh, the burger, the onion rings were sensational. That, I, w- I would go back for those onion rings absolutely anytime. Anytime I would go get those onion rings. It's just, you know, they're, they're thin fried onion rings, uh, but there is the right amount of batter on it. It's not like soaked. It's not like thick, thick batter, a little onion in the middle. I hate when places do that. This is just the right amount of batter uh, and seasoning, whatever's in that batter. It goes with that onion perfectly. I, they did it like it, perfection, perfection with those onion rings. So I would definitely go back and get those. Now, as far as the hour burger, it looks delicious. I ordered it medium because I had a choice of what to order it. Uh, however, it I shouldn't have ordered it medium because it was too juicy. Uh, even though it's a third pound burger, it isn't very thick. It isn't like a gold standard. Uh, it isn't very thick. It's more spread out. So I shouldn't have got it medium because... Even I had my first little nibble into it. It was already, you know, pink in the middle. And it was just extra juicy and eh, not a good, eh, for me, not not a good juicy. You know, if it's, you know, eh. So it was good. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm not saying, oh, that's the most horrible burger I've ever had or anything. Uh, however, it's just, uh, if I go back and I get a burger, I'm going to get it well done. Uh, but it was tasty. Everything was good. The cheese and the lettuce, all the stuff they had on it, everything was good. It was a tasty burger, but it was, it was just too juicy for my liking. That's all. Uh, so yeah, but those onion rings, damn. So did that bill came out to 2147, got some exterior shots, went over to the Bellagio again uh so i can go to conservatory because i hadn't done that yet and i was like i go to conservatory on every trip so i gotta check it out and they have their fall thing going on and that's only going to happen for i believe until the 26th of this month uh 20 i think the dark dates are the 26th to the 30th or the 27th to the 30th so because they're breaking that down and they're setting up christmas stuff uh, holiday stuff or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, so this is only going until the 25th. So if you haven't seen it yet and you're going to be in Vegas this month before the 25th, you should go check out the fall stuff because it is coming down as of the 26th. Uh, so I took loads of pictures. I plan to put those up at some point. Um, loads of pictures. Good thing I narrowed some of these down for the article, uh, which is upcoming. Uh, lots of yes, horses and stuff. Went to uh, Jean Philippe uh, and took some pictures there as well. But it's a little a little late uh, to put them because it's well, maybe no, I can't. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, but it's Halloween stuff, and they have like this zombie. Uh, standing next to the Welcome to Las Vegas sign. It's it's just it's it's they did a really great job at it. Like it looks like the zombie apocalypse happened in Las Vegas. It's really, really well done. And they have other chocolate spooky sculptures as well. Uh it's good stuff. Uh it's really good stuff. I did I tweet it? I think I tweeted it actually. You should, if you go go to the Vegas Bright Twitter, go to October October thirtieth and look for everything from that day. You'll see the zombie and the "Welcome to Las Vegas" sign. Uh, Giardini Garden Store right next to Jean Philippe. Uh, they are already set for the holidays. Like all the holiday stuff is out, and I have a feeling that there's going to be more, like even more, uh, by the end of the month. So that's what's happening over there. Smells wonderful in that place. Let's see. After that. What did I do? Ah, yes, a nice, a nice treat before I left. Uh, to end my trip, I went to Amarino Gelato on Natural uh, in the Link Promenade. I had written about this place long before they opened. Uh, when it was a coming soon thing, I was able to uh, get some info on that. And the place opened uh, some months ago, and it was my first time back in Vegas since they opened. So I was able to go and try it out, and it was freaking wonderful. <laughs> I got a, a gelato, two scoops, uh, two flavors, uh, on a cone, and they, what they do, as promised, as I was looking forward to, is they shape it into a flower. 
Uh, how cool was that, right? So they shape it into a flower. I got, let's see, uh, the two flavors I got, I think were Amarano and chocolate. Uh, and the Amarano is like, it's like a vanilla with like cherry, but there's a spreadable liquid that goes with that cherry. And it's just, oh my gosh, it was freaking delicious. It was so good. Uh, I highly recommend that as well. Uh, if you like gelato, uh, go check it out. And yeah, it's, it's yes, good stuff. It was just, it was fun. I liked it. So that was it. That was my Vegas trip, solo trip. Uh, of course, when I came home, I put my $5 Binion's chip on my Vegas board. And I think I have a couple of other things I need to add up there. I added to my Tito collection and my Tito cup. Uh, so I put those in there as well. Uh, so yeah. And, uh, it's funny that I'm talking about that, uh, because our next author for a day thing is going to be Vegas collections, uh, where you can share your Vegas collections with us. Uh, we don't ask for much in writing, maybe a sentence or two. Yeah. No, come on, come on, do a paragraph. Show off your collection, but we'll we'll do that announcement uh, on the website coming coming soon, um, and then I will schedule when, uh, the depending on how many we get, how to go about putting those up. Uh, maybe I'll put up. I don't know. Maybe we'll do two or three a week until those are done. Maybe space them out. That being said. I think that's going to wrap things up for tonight. I rambled much longer than I thought I was going to. I guess it's a good thing I didn't really do too many segments, but it's late and I got to get to bed. Um, or not, because you might be listening to this at 12 in the afternoon, so I got to stay away from local references of time. So that being said, on this very special edition of the Vegas Bright podcast, um Let's go ahead and do some shout outs. So I would like to give shout outs to the Vital Vegas podcast, Scott of the Vital Vegas podcast and the Vital Vegas blog. Check them out, obviously, at vitalvegas.com to Mark Meltzer at edgevegas.com and everywhere else he writes. Uh, Check him out at edgevegas.com to everyone at I got to wrap this up. Everybody at the 360 Vegas podcast, everybody at Tipping the Odds Las Vegas, everybody uh, at, uh, you can bet on that. Everyone at, uh, I'm just trying to remember everybody off the top of my head here <laughs> because it's, it's late. Uh, Cousin Vito's Casino, uh, the Vegas Fanboy podcast. Uh, I think I said everything. Did I say everything? I think I said everything. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Um, I don't know. I guess I might be. uh, Yeah, I think I'm forgetting. All right. Well, anyway, that's it. Um, Sorry about the ums. I'm not going to sit here and edit. It's late and I got things to do and have a lot of editing to do this weekend. Uh, So, yeah, that's. Oh, yeah. And the Vice Lounge Online, right? The Vice Lounge Online. So that's it. For everyone at Vegas Bright, uh, that's myself. Uh, with special respects to Sam Monsieur, uh, Greg C., Paper Poster, Blonde Forever, Greg Bennett, Genadius Fisherman, Big AZ Marty, Michael James, Kelly Lamrock, Matty Ice, uh, Sailor Dude, Michelle De Palma. Uh, let's see. Corgi mom is down there too. And Bob Z. And I got to really update this team page because some of these people have not written in a long time. So maybe that's, I can squeeze that in and, and update this page. I keep saying I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to, I got to update the team page anyway and get fishermen on here. And yeah, I got things to do and I'm rambling. I'm sorry about that. And you probably already stopped listening, but anyways, uh, thank you. I'll see you next time. I'm not sure when that's going to be, if it's going to be next week or the week after that. But uh, until then, stay Vegas and stay bright.
Thanks for playing.